my friends, and welcome back to the Neurodiverging Podcast. My name is Danielle Sullivan, and I'm your host. Thank you for joining me today. Hey, have you ever been able to focus on a task for hours, but also have you experienced difficulty starting the task? If so, you may have experienced the increasingly researched phenomenon known as autistic inertia. It's the name given to the commonly experienced difficulty in starting and stopping tasks, especially in neurodivergent individuals. Today, we're going to be talking all about what we know about autistic inertia, what we don't know yet, and how it might be affecting your life as an autistic or ADHD individual. So this is called autistic inertia in the literature, and it's something that a lot of autistics experience. But I see similar traits um, as as a coach in a lot of my clients, regardless of their specific neurodivergent diagnosis. So I'll just say that. So, you know, it may or may not apply to you, but it's something that I think is very common and it's good to know about. So let's dive into this. I just want to thank my patrons for suggesting this topic for us to explore and for voting for us to be talking about this topic today. Patrons of certain tiers get access to vote in which episodes come out soonest and also in which topics they want to see covered in the podcast. So thanks to my patrons, you can find out more at patreon.com slash neurodiverging if you would like to be involved. What Autism and Inertia Feels Like Recently, a research publication explored autism and inertia and has given us a better understanding of how autistic people can work with our differences instead of against them. All of the research that I am mentioning in this podcast today is, if you go down, link below to the show notes, all the research is linked in the show notes, so check it out. So according to a recent study publication, the experience of autistic inertia is unique to the individual, but there are a few common traits. One is that it can be hard to start and stop tasks because specifically of the transition involved. So autistic people may have trouble with the transition of going from one thing to the other thing. Another aspect of autistic inertia is difficulty resuming activities after interruptions, which I know is very common for me personally. Um, A third one is that sometimes we don't feel like we have control over the things we do despite what we want. So we want to do the thing, but we just can't make ourselves do the thing, or we want to stop doing the thing, and we just can't make ourselves stop doing the thing, right? Um, We can feel indecision, anxiety, or challenges with planning or starting tasks. Time blindness, right? So being completely unaware of how much time has passed, feeling like it's been forever and it's been a minute and a half, feeling like it's been a minute and a half and it's been four hours, right? Time blindness. Um, Mind and body feeling separated, right? So you're thinking and you're active in your brain, but you're having trouble translating that to the body or vice versa. Indifference over the task urgency or the task itself. You know you need to do it, but you don't really care about it, okay? Motivation challenges. And then the last aspect of autism and inertia is that a lot of us are able to focus on one thing for a long time. Once we've started, it's really easy. It's just the starting that's hard. Okay, so all of these things are pieces of autism and inertia for a lot of folks, but not everybody. And some of this may sound similar to demand avoidance because it's possible that there are multiple ways that inertia could present in autism and demand avoidance could be one of them. So again, I'll link below to learn more about that. 
Labels can be helpful when it comes to building skills or finding solutions, but knowing that it's a common experience within neurodiversity can also be super validating. More research needs to be done on autism and inertia, but finding general ways to recognize and describe autistic inertia is a huge start. So we are very, very thankful that there are folks working on these studies um, and working on autism and the experience of autism in general more and more and more now in the, in the research and in the literature. Causes and the relationship to autism. Exploring the link between autism and inertia can help in identifying causes and triggers for neurodivergent people. One of the causes could be the dreaded P word, perfectionism. Focusing on finding the best way to get something done can actually be the one thing that prevents it from getting done at all. There's also the possible shame-fueled pressure to function at, quote, neurotypical levels, leading to dread and autistic burnout. This makes it even more difficult to gain momentum when you're already feeling depleted. Additionally, neurodivergent-related challenges with executive functioning or with transitions and changes in general can contribute to autism and inertia. Other mental health conditions or individual anxiety responses to demands can also explain inertia on an internal level. Environmentally, factors like distractions, deadlines, pressure, nearby people, or sensory comfort can help or hinder autistic inertia. The cause behind autistic inertia is different for every person. But one thing that is certain is that it's not your fault. It's the way neurodivergent brains function instead of being a moral failing. Understanding this is invaluable when finding ways to work with your autism without shame. Autistic inertia happens to all of us. You are not alone in it. And it's not something you're doing wrong. It's just the way your brain is. Finding ways to make you the things you need to happen happen with your brain, how it is, is the way forward, not shaming yourself and pushing yourself into burnout. The impacts of inertia. Autism can impact the way we work and adding in inertia can influence the things that are needed to maintain the best quality of life. Identifying the ways autism and inertia interact can guide you in finding a lifestyle, a career, a routine, all those things that work best for you as an individual. Some of the physical and mental effects of autistic inertia that have been reported include stress, fatigue, overstimulation, sensory overload, self-care challenges, social relationship difficulties, as well as work and income impacts. So autism and inertia affect all areas of one's life. They can cause challenges, but they can also be a sort of superpower. Being able to focus intensely on something, especially your special interest, is an amazing ability to have. But like all superpowers, there's a sort of trial and error process that comes before the mastery. How to work with autistic inertia. So we encourage you to work with your autistic inertia. Finding success or happiness never happens despite autism. It's part of your identity and working with your neurodiversity is way more effective than working against it. Autistic inertia can be a strength. It comes with potential challenges with day-to-day -day activities, but there are some techniques to work with your inertia, including you can plan your day around your energy levels and you can complete things in one action block once you're focused. You can create a routine which might take some time to get used to or to find the right one that works with your own energy. You can have a running to-do list, visual reminders, or a note-taking method to stay organized and help you get started. You can set timers or tracking duration times to help with timelines and future planning. 
you can have an activity buddy check in with you, help you account for the time you're spending and where you're spending it. You can designate distraction-free areas or time blocks to keep focus. You can have activities like walking or showering or knitting or whatever it is to act as transition periods after maintaining inertia for an extended period. You can create accountability to start tasks through body doubling groups or friends. And you can set realistic and sustainable daily goals that are compassionate while also working towards your long-term goals. These strategies work great for some folks. Some folks they don't work for, that's okay. Everybody is going to need to experiment to figure out what strategies work the best for your particular brain and needs and lifestyle and all the things, and that's all right. No one solution works for everyone. Some don't work right away and just need persistence. The secret is to have self-compassion for everything you feel and do. It doesn't mean that goals can't be set or things can't improve, but be kind to yourself to help you stay motivated through the high and low parts of your growth. And just be aware that you do not have to function or act or get things done like everybody else does. You just have to find a way that works for you personally. Autistic inertia is nothing to feel guilty or ashamed of. It's part of neurodiversity and it's more common than you think. It's natural to feel that inertia could be your fault, but it's the way your brain works and it's not something that you can control. What you can control is the response and adaptation that you create to work with your autism and the inertia it involves. It might be hard to get started, but it's not impossible with a little help and maybe a sticky note or two. I hope this quick episode has been helpful for you in thinking about your own autistic traits and whether inertia might be a part of your daily life. Thank you to Ama Azmad, who wrote the script for this episode. You can find more information on her and her work on the website in the show notes below. And thank you also to our patrons for funding not only this podcast production, but also Ama in writing the script. We really appreciate your donations. They make everything run. They allow us to do this research and to present it to you. And we hope you found it helpful. If you'd like to join us on the Patreon, check us out at patreon.com slash neurodiverging. You can join for starting at a dollar a month and it all goes to resources like this being available for the community. Thank you to everyone. And we'll look forward to seeing you in the next episode.